dreams of the new season start here. There's everything to play for. Get Sky Sports and Sports Extra half price for six months. He's done it! Don't miss any of the action. Watch every single live Premier League game with Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports half price for six months. Search Sky Sports Football to join or upgrade now. New sports customers only. Standard pricing applies after six months or of cancelling one element of the bundle. Minimum term and further terms apply. everybody welcome in to another episode of midwest mics coming back at you live from the uclick tv studios right here inside the wonderful high v arena and uh we are gonna have a positive show we are gonna do our best to stay positive some news broke uh about an hour and a half two hours ago but uh, we're gonna do our best to stay positive i mean austin just got back from vacation how was it awesome it was great uh, did a Florida vacation with uh, with the fam, so with my wife's side. Um, it was great. We had a good time. We had like stuff lined up to do every day, a uh, little deep-sea fishing. Uh, we went out to this place that you and I would like. Uh, well, you're not a big fan of the water, but this is like a party cove type thing. That was really, okay. really fun. And it was weird, like a party cove type thing, but kid-friendly. But there was a lot of people, out, you know, it was bachelor parties and stuff out there. Basically what it was is like a sandbar kind of in the ocean so like all this it's all like you basically stand in it and it's up to here and you're in the ocean mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy but we did that deep sea fishing um so we cook we, and then everything we caught we could we could well not everything but a lot of stuff we caught we could bring back and cook so we did that was really good the house we stayed at was awesome uh weather always cooperated so everything about it was great um really i mean it was it was awesome so hot not too hot a little bit of a tan nothing crazy i uh, wish i got more tan but it's all good grew out the facial hair which my wife hates so i'll probably be shaving that back to work uh tomorrow so i've had about 13 days off so or something 12 days off something like that anyways feeling pretty good so good week to get away and now i'm back on midwest mics uh did you want to break that news or do you want to stay away from it so um i mean we'll go ahead and say it we're going to be joined here by tyler jones who is a journalist out of the lawrence area uh, covers a lot of uh, Big 12 type stuff, KU, uh, you know, other things, NASCAR. Uh, we're going to be joined by him. But, yeah, as, as we're kind of getting him up here, I will talk about it. I don't want to talk about it at length because okay. I, I still don't know how I feel about it. Right. Um, but uh, so the breaking news was that uh, Shawnee Mission School District superintendent today uh, around between 4 and 4.30 sent a – email and email to the staff and parents that uh, was basically saying that they are going to start the school year with remote school so no in-person classes at all wow and that he is suspending all fall athletics as of friday the 21st and and plus gary um, the blue valley is meeting right now so yeah blue valley is meeting right now later on that what do you think? What ends up happening usually? Do these guys kind of follow suit, or do they? Usually, Blue Valley kind of makes is the first one to 
make a decision. And oh, okay. Usually Shawnee Mission and Olathe follow. So, I, I mean, I don't know. From, from what I was watching of the Blue Valley meeting, it did not sound good. Uh, okay. But, again, it, it'll come to a vote, I guess, uh, at some point this evening. And so I'll be watching that. I mean, if that does – if we get a resolution while we're on the air uh, that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll bring that news to you. I'm also hearing that Gardner just in – uh, Gardner School District is also uh, shutting things down. So, okay, um, lots of breaking news here. Uh, but uh, let's welcome Tyler to the show. And Tyler, how you doing today? Doing well, guys. Uh, I wish it were under better circumstances that I'd be making my debut on Midwest Mics, uh, nonetheless. But uh, you know, I hate to see some of these great schools, these kids, not get to play high school football here. In 2020, this is certainly something that we knew was possible, but we hoped wouldn't happen. Uh, but ultimately, uh, you know, it's it is uh, the nature of the beast. Uh, the way that COVID has gone this direction, uh, you know, nothing is surprising anymore. But certainly, feel for those uh, all involved, from the students, the coaches, the parents, uh, and, and you, Gary, too. Uh, this is just uh, so unfortunate. Yeah, uh, you know, so we're, we're going to try to keep moving forward. Are you hearing anything out of the, the kind of Lawrence High School realm on any decision that they're close to making or uh, are possibly making? Uh, I haven't heard th- anything one way or the other just yet uh, as far as the direction they're going to go. But uh, it, it was rumored a couple of weeks ago that Lawrence would, if they were canceling their season, if they were going to, that they were going to do it pretty early on, that they were going to be one of the first ones to do so. But uh, here we are. Today is the, uh, you know, what, 18th day of August, and no decision made out of Lawrence yet. And they did begin practice several days ago. So, uh, yeah, I mean, no decision yet, and uh, they're continuing to go ahead and march forward for now. Okay, well, I mean, that's great. And, and, you know, I, I wish the best to those two teams out there in that school district. I mean, there's others in the area, but the two Lawrence High Schools, you know, Lawrence and Lawrence Free State. I mean, I, just because we're shut down, I'm not rooting for everybody else to shut down. I I hope for those seniors and, and those juniors and those kids that have worked hard and those coaches that, that they get to have a season. No question. No question about it. You want to see everybody play football as much as we can. And, and here's the deal. Uh, I'm not going to sound politically correct when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, is that – when you look at COVID-19, the serious illnesses are ones that affect elderly and older people. Young people, uh, this is for them uh, no different than, than getting the flu or something like that to that effect. I mean, these guys are very capable of handling this. And if parents and coaches are and the players are willing to accept that risk, then we need to give them that opportunity. Still, let them play and let them go forward uh, with this. Uh, but I get where the s- schools feel uncomfortable in all this too. But when it all comes down to it, if we just accept the fact that hey, COVID nineteen is a reality here, this can happen. Uh, that you know this type of thing can go on. Um, then we could go ahead and move forward and have a season and, and just go from there. But. Uh, this is certainly tough uh, when you talk about lawsuits and liability and different things. Those discussions are uh, and decisions that are to be made that are above our heads that, that we don't get to decide. Yeah, so let, let's kind of move into some more positive news. In, in the Big 12 
has said they are going to play. You know, they released a conference-only schedule uh, or conference plus one game uh, schedule uh, late last week. And uh, so what are you hearing about that? And, you know, being kind of around the KU program, what was the feeling like when that news got released? So it was interesting on KU's front. This was a program that didn't really say much didn't say anything at all before the decision was made. And you saw these coaches and players and administrators from all around the country stepping up saying, hey, we want to play. We want to do whatever we can to have a football season. You saw Jim Harbaugh speak out publicly against his administration and the university president there in Michigan. You saw Scott Frost speak out against the Big Ten and say that they were willing to play Uh, a schedule outside of the Big Ten Conference. Uh, From KU, there was nothing, one way or the other. You didn't hear from uh, Doug Gerard, the chancellor, and say, you know, hey, I'm a medical professional, and this is what I feel like one way or the other. You didn't hear from Jeff Long or Les Miles. And and Les Miles spoke for the first time yesterday in about four or five months. They've been kind of keeping him hidden away, and he hasn't said hardly anything at all this offseason. Uh, as far as that goes. And so when that was going on, I, I felt very nervous in the sense of, okay, does can you really want to be a part of this? Because you would think if you wanted to be a part of the football season, you would actively step up and say something. But in actuality, in KU's circumstance in the Big 12, for them where it was different as opposed to what we saw from Michigan or Nebraska, these other Big 10 schools were, there was never a point where the Big 12 was fully invested to canceling their season. The Big 10 has talked about canceling their season all the way back to March. This seemed like something they've been wanting to do for quite some time. So that's what was different there. The Big 12 was never in that position. Turns out that KU actually, it was their folks, uh, their medical staff that presented to the Big 12 that said, that we could play football this year, that it was the KU, the folks at the University of Kansas Hospital, their medical team that put the statistics together and said, hey, it can be safely done. So uh, I applaud KU for actually just letting the medical experts speak for themselves. By not saying anything at all, they said, we're going to let the doctors speak, and they presented a safe way to play college football in the Big 12 this year. Now, it still remains to be seen. I think we'll start this year. Don't know if we'll finish, but we will get this season started one way or the other. And I do like what the Big 12 did of the three bye weeks. You have time to potentially make up a game or two if you need to necessary. Can you drop that game to begin the season against Southern Illinois with uh, Coastal Carolina, who they lost to a season ago? Uh, For this Kansas team, when you look at the future, they needed that money to play this year, no question about it. But this could be a a painful year for Kansas football, as it tends to be more times than not. But the idea of going 0-10 is not out of question here. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea of only winning one or two games is certainly possible. I think best-case scenario for Kansas football in 2020 is a situation where they go 3-7. That's not ideal, and that doesn't make things look more appealing for recruiting down the road, but still better than not playing at all and, and getting that paycheck come in. 
Yeah, that's true. I think the uh, just kind of backtracking a little bit. Which conferences have said they for sure will play? Is it just Big Twelve, Big Twelve, SEC, and ACC? Big Twelve, SEC, ACC? and ACC have said they'll play, and, okay. the, and Notre Dame is going to partner with uh, the ACC. They'll play in the ACC yeah. this year. Yeah, good call. They're also I mean, going to get the smaller conferences of the American and the Sun Belt and Conference USA are also okay. going to play this year. Great. So we're still having – so as far as everybody knows, and I, I've been trying to keep up with it on Twitter and stuff, but we get you get a lot of a lot of tweets about a lot of different stuff going on. So this uh, we're still doing college football playoff and all that stuff, or is it just in-house conference championships? I haven't yeah. even heard too much. The uh, – the college football playoff will go on as planned. Cool. They'll still pick out the four best teams okay. among three conferences. I would think the most likely scenario is that you get all three conference champions from the Big 12, ACC, and SEC, and probably another SEC team in there. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma's the odds-on favorite in the Big 12 once yep. again, as they should be. Clemson, the odds-on favorite in the ACC, as they should be. Um, and then potentially, I think that you're talking about maybe Alabama and Florida filling those other two spots if you get to the postseason and uh, finish out the regular season. That's the other thing when it comes to the playoff is that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 originally said they were going to play and play a conference-only schedule. That was going to be complicated of trying to figure out a playoff with no conference games. Now you're going to have three conferences going for four playoff spots with just conference-only schedules for the selection committee, this uh, process actually got easier for right. them to try to figure out who deserves to be those top four teams. Yeah, and actually, uh, Notre Dame is usually that wild card because they they're usually out of conference, and so they usually they usually have like a decent schedule. Uh, but now with them being in conference, we'll see them. I mean, I don't know how it's stacking up. I haven't looked at schedules, but potentially they they play Clemson during the season. They play. Uh, who else is in ACC? Hey, Paul, Florida, Florida State. Florida State. Florida State. Yeah, so okay. yes, uh, so that actually might help them out a little bit when people are like, "Well, they don't, they don't really play anybody." Well, now they've got to play some guys. So, you know, Notre Dame. I mean, game, it, so. if, think about this. Think about this with Notre Dame. If they somehow beat Clemson, and that's their only loss is to Clemson in either the ACC championship or in the regular season, and it's a close game. Um. Notre Dame's still kind of shocked to make the playoff. Yeah, for and sure. Yeah. to bump out an SEC team, be that second team in. So if you're Notre Dame, you're looking at your playoff chances are you got to go undefeated or one of your only losses is to Clemson. That's your path to the playoff in 2020. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, yeah, it, it, yeah. And I think you're spot on with the Big 12. Uh, I think Oklahoma is the surefire favorite. Um, and I agree with the – which uh, – now you said KU best case winning three games. Which three games are you looking at to where you think they're going to win or have a shot at winning? Uh, have a shot at winning. I would say that, obviously, Coastal Carolina, your non-conference game. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you look at – I think you have windows that you could compete with uh, West Virginia. Uh, they yep. won that game last year in Lawrence. Uh, Texas Tech is uh, possibly winnable. Uh, Maybe a team like uh, even TCU is is not a reach. They've competed with and had some pretty interesting games with the Horned Frogs over the years. Um, You know, those are the things, the teams I would look at. Beyond that, you know, K-State, you know, kind of depends on really, just like what it always does, what KU team shows up. But that's where I, I think realistically is that, you know, best case is three wins. 
I would say this team, if I had to put a number on it right now, it's going to come up with two. I think they can beat Coastal to open up the year mm-hmm. and then one win one more Big 12 Conference game, probably a West Virginia or Texas Tech, something like that, and probably finish out the year assuming they get all the way through at 2-8. and eight. Uh, Very cool. Now, is there any word on uh, how many fans – this probably already came yeah, out, but how many did. fans and stuff. What, what are they doing about fan? how many fans can attend the game or anything like that? So, so KU has not officially announced yet – uh, K State did. K State is going to go with twenty five percent of their capacity. I think, I think Mizzou did the same and thing, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Missouri's Missouri's twenty five, I believe. And it's, yes. I, I figured uh, they actually might follow the Chiefs or whatever. Are, yeah, most of the teams are going with around the twenty five percent range. Okay. And so for KU, that would be between eleven and twelve thousand fans, if that's the case. Um, which you know, I've been to KU games where there was less than fifteen thousand. So we've seen this before. Uh, this wouldn't be anything new as far as that goes uh, for the <laughs> yeah. Jayhawks this season. Hey, in Ty- actuality. So I don't think the crowd thing is ne- necessarily <laughs> that big of a deal for yeah. KU fans. It's it's the idea of, hey, you're not going to be able to tell, okay, you got to wear a mask. Right. Those things are going to be uh, what frustrates the Jayhawk fan this year. Yeah, Tyler, what are you hearing about uh, the uh, – I've been hearing some, but what have you heard kind of about the NCAA football, really just kind of that board, that committee pulling away from the NCAA totally? Have you heard much on that other than what has really kind of been out there on the social media end? Well, I think eventually, and this is still a long process, that – in the college football world, the Power Five is going to create their own division. What you've seen is, with the success of the college football playoff, I don't know how many people actually know this, but the college football playoff and the bowl games are not run by the NCAA. Those are conference-owned and in, in, uh, in bowl game properties. The conferences and the bowl games run the postseason in college football. The NCAA has said for years, like, hey, we would love to run your postseason. And the conferences have said, heck no, we don't want yeah. anything to do with you yeah. with our postseason. You already screw everything up as is. No thanks. Yep. Um, and so the fact that you've had success, that the conferences know how to figure this out, I think eventually you move away. The problem is, though, uh, when it comes to the other sports, is that the NCAA owns the trademarks to – March Madness, the Final Four, the Sweet 16, the Frozen Four. And so, you know, while it wouldn't be necessarily a big issue in college football, the other sports, you would have an identity crisis of some sorts. If you try to separate and get the NCAA to leave, uh, then you put, put, you have to go through a big rebrand of some sorts and, and lose the identity of March Madness and everything that you know it know it as. Well, so. that's one. That's this is one thing that can come out of COVID, though. That 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 COVID could speed that process up, don't you think? It could potentially. Uh, speaking, that is a, certainly a, a possibility because uh, you're seeing that the conferences are upset with the NCAA, and and one thing too is that. Uh, irritates me and i think a lot of folks in the college football world is that there just isn't any uniformity there isn't any symmetry between these power five conferences you have the big 10 one week out of the blue saying hey we're going to go ahead and and uh cancel the uh, season without talking to the other guys first or go to a conference schedule only before talking to anybody else and it's infuriating it's frustrating we need a centralized body in college football, a commissioner of some sorts to oversee these Power Five conferences 
to make decisions as a unit. And also, if you have the Power Five work as one unit, you're going to eliminate the conference realignment stuff. That's not going to happen. Not going to be all that infighting. And you could collectively bargain a TV contract of some sorts. Mm-hmm. You could say that, hey, between the Power Five, we're going to sell all our schools to the networks and maximize on the most money we can. I think it's a win-win. That's the future. It's the Power Five coming together. But uh, I think that you know, after this year, with all that's gone down, even when we get back to normal, uh, there's going to be some hurt feelings among those conferences. Uh, they're not going to be pretty happy with each other for a while with how all this has gone down. Yeah, real quick, I know you, you have another show to do, but have you heard anything? I heard the rumor that the Big Ten was going to announce tomorrow that they've changed their mind and possibly play. Have, have you heard that, um, anything in the journalism world? Uh, I have not heard that. Uh, if uh, that's going to be the case, I still think that'd be a long way away from happening. That's a reach of sorts. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Warren, the commissioner of the Big Ten, uh, this guy's a buffoon. Um, <laughs> he, right. I, I'm not kidding. I you mean, heard that right guy, here live he, on Midwest Mike. like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this guy one day wants to be commissioner of the NFL is his ultimate dream. And uh, I wouldn't trust him to uh, manage, uh, a, a, you know, a, a waste management department. I mean, this guy is is ridiculous, um, and that's not a knock on waste management departments either. But uh, Kevin Warren, in his first year, you know, does not have any idea what he's doing, and now he's got all these coaches and these athletic directors upset. Uh, these parents have come together and pleaded with the conference. There's going to be long-term repercussions. Not only are they going to be hurt financially if they don't play football, and these other three conferences do, but what about recruiting-wise? Yep. Think mm-hmm. about this for years to come. Those other schools are going to be able to say, not only does it mean more, we care more yes. about you in the future. We want you to play football, and we're going to have your back and fight for you. That's something they could never overcome. That's going to take decades to get past this, um, you know, there's a long-term effect. Not only are these schools going to be hurt and have to take years to make up that money uh, and all the jobs that they'll lose and the sports they're going to cut and such, but recruiting-wise, why would you want to play in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 right now? The worst thing for the Big Ten and the Pac-12 at the moment is if Big 12, ACC, and SEC can pull off a full season and have the college football playoff and that national championship game in Miami, if that occurs, uh, lights out in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. They're going to have some serious issues for a long time. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I mean, another thing is, too, is uh, you got a coach like Nick Saban who's been pretty outspoken about uh, COVID and, and how he wants his players to do. So, he, you know, he's been outspoken about, I want, I want, I want, we want to play, da, 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 da. and then he was also outspoken about, I think a bunch of the kids went to a party or something. You see that? I don't know. <laughs> There's a bunch of Bama, Bama guys went to a party or something. And Saban was outspoken about that, saying, hey, guys, we want you to play. you got to avoid these parties, man. You can't, like, go in there and, and just be hanging out with 200 people, blah, blah, blah. So the thing is, SEC and, and Saban specifically, who already is, like, the best recruiter in the country, could go on record saying, hey, I was very proactive about making sure these kids stayed healthy. And, I, yes, I did the same thing I always do. I got 20 players in the NFL. You know, that's exaggeration. But, seriously, these guys are going to be able to show a track record of a draft, and it's going to be hard for them to get those five-star recruits because those guys are eyeballing the NFL. 
They're not going to want to go to the Big Ten or the Pac-12 if they think that, just like what you said, if they think that, that their future is not in the, for the, you know, in the school's uh, high priority. Uh, so uh, I well, think that was a really good observation. What's to say that? You know, what's to say that we're not going to have another global pandemic in another 10 years? Right. God forbid. Something, something different, yeah. But oh, something different. I mean, like, come on. What what then is going to happen uh, to these programs? And who are people going to trust and turn to? It's going to be those teams that actually care more, those schools right. that put their self out there. And, you know, I, I keep finding myself going back to this, is that, uh, you know, from the medical experts I've spoken with and such, the message I keep being told is that structure and accountability is a good thing. And some of these guys, they go back home and they have no motivation whatsoever to wear a mask, to social distance. Uh, and what do you know? They end up getting the virus and they spread it to their loved ones and their grandparents and they die. Um, you get them in an environment where they have a reason to be motivated. They're getting an education and they have that structure in that environment. They're going to be safer off and they're going to protect others in the process as well. So yeah. we need to play football. We need it not only for morale in this country and, and such, but for our culture. And ultimately it is safer for these guys to be playing football this year. And, and uh, hopefully that we get to see it happen and these schools find a way to make it work one way or the other. But, uh, I got to tell you, it, it is disappointing when you see Shawnee Mission to the Big Ten, whatever it may be, make the decisions that they are, um, and just hope that somehow that we can eventually get past all this and get back to normal and everybody be playing football again hey, uh, in, in some way, shape, or form. Hey, Tyler Lawrence needs you. You stay away from the Will and Mass Street and all the fraternity <laughs> rows, sorority row. You stay oh, quarantined, oh. man. You stay safe. They need you there. That's what I hear, and uh, you know what? I've been doing my part. I've been wearing a mask. Uh, I've been you know, doing the What's social your mask distancing like? and everything too. Uh, you know what? I like personally the uh, the disposable mask. Okay. I wear oh, glasses, okay. and so the cloth mask makes it harder uh, to see. It it uh, it clogs up uh, you know my my glasses, fogs up my glasses. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's why I like to wear the disposable one. That seems to be the best wrap for me. But I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. Who's, and I'll be glad to do it again. Yeah, it let only our... took me a year to get on this show. What yeah, I know. Um, Last time our... we were together, Super Bowl. Yeah, let our, let our audience know kind of where they can find you on social media or where they can listen to you on the, on the radio over there in Lawrence. Yes. Uh, well, uh, I wanted to say, too, uh, Austin, a nice shirt, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh. Here. Nice. I did not even know you were wearing that either. So. It's Twinkie Tuesday. Real, real, real quick, the reason why I'm wearing, I've been wearing a lot of Chiefs stuff lately is because somehow they figured out a, a way to sign Kelsey to like another to an extension. And I'm like, I don't know where this money's coming from or how they're doing it, but I'm now I'm like super pro Chiefs right now, which I always right. am, but I'm uh, even more right now. I have, I have no idea how they pulled that off either. Um, <laughs> Brent Veach is a magician, but that's oh, a whole yeah. other discussion in itself. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter. That's the easiest way to, fo- to uh, find me. At Tyler Jones Live, that's my uh, Facebook and Instagram page as well. I get constant updates uh, from the sports world to my radio show to my life, everything in between. And uh, appreciate mom, you guys mom and following dad too. me there. Yes. And uh, also uh, got uh, my radio show at Lawrence. I'm on weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. on uh, 101.7 FM. 
1320 a.m. Also do a Saturday show as well from 7 to 10 a.m. And uh, we love to talk, you know, our, our sports, uh, our local teams, you know, Chiefs, Royals, KU, sporting, all that. We're covering it every single day here in Lawrence and doing it uh, in the best way we know possible. And so uh, definitely appreciate you guys if uh, you listen or follow me and uh, always have a good time and, and uh, enjoying what we do each and every day. It's it's a privilege to do what we do, guys. And, and I certainly don't take this for granted, especially amid this pandemic, to uh, be able to do what, what we do. Pick a score for me. Broken Arrow. Are, are they playing Fayetteville? Is that it? What Arkansas team? I can't remember now. I'm old. Bentonville West. Is Bentonville West. Play. What's the score on that game? Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Bentonville West. It's going to be on uh, ESPN, by the way. Uh, my high school. Back right. in Oklahoma. I, that's why I'm asking. Second time in four years. Uh, well, I'm letting the people know. you got to <laughs> provide context, Jimmy. Um, you got to let people know what we're talking about here. My, my high school, for the second time in four years, is opening up their season on ESPN. Broken Arrow in Oklahoma, outside of Tulsa. Sweet. Won the Powerhouse. State championship Powerhouse. About two years ago. Uh, and uh, they're going to be playing on the 29th, I believe, a week from Saturday. Yes. And uh, Bentonville West is a actually a very new school. They've only been open like four or five years, so I expect Brooklyn to have a nice victory. Uh, pretty sadly, what uh, what uh, wh- is that on regular ESPN or ESPN Plus the app? That is on the big ESPN, the mothership. Nice. There you go. You um, need to do that game. I love that, man. I got family. I got family living in Broken Arrow right now. So my dad grew up in Locust Grove, Oklahoma. Oh, really? That's so, that's yeah. a famous spot for something. And I we had don't fa- want to talk I about. had family in Bentonville too, working for Walmart. So boom, there you go. Everybody's got uh, And uh, Locust Grove is the home of uh, Mason Fine, who uh, had that outstanding career out of North Texas just recently. Yeah, he's got a tryout this week with the Bears. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Tyler, it's always. It's always great to talk to you. Uh, we appreciate you taking some time and, and talking to us. And we're, we're going to make sure that it's not another year before you make another appearance here yeah. on the Midwest Mike I think show. we'll sell his segment, and he'll come on weekly. Whoa. Yeah, there you go. All right. We'll get, okay. we'll get 20, 23rd Street Brewery to sponsor that. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Just, give me, uh, just give me a cut of that, and we'll be good. Well, yeah. No, I think it's in drinks, not money. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think it's drinks, not money. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, I, I already got that deal. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. So at Tyler Jones Live on the social media, um, you, so you can catch him there and, and find all of his information. So uh, lots of great opinions on sports and, and get some information out there, kind of sometimes before even other people get it out. So especially for our local teams, uh, follows those very closely. So Tyler, thanks again, and, and uh, have a good show uh, tonight and tomorrow. Appreciate it. Thanks, hey, guys. Hey, Tyler, Thanks. Tyler, also one more thing. Next year when we go to the Super Bowl parade, bring bring some jumper cables so we don't have to worry about finding a jump box again. He gone. He, gone. he didn't. Right. I don't, he gone. I, well, remember that, was, Gary? Wait, yeah. when was that? Uh, yeah, when we came back from the parade when we got to the U-Click van, uh, the battery was, had died. Yikes. So, uh, luckily, somebody gave us a jump, and <laughs> we were able to get going. Good. Um, Great. But, uh, but yeah. So. It, was cold. it was super cold. It was. Oh my God. I was so, like, just done. <laughs> he was so, well, let's, let's put it bluntly, pissed at me. Who, Gary? <laughs> he's, I wasn't pissed. He I is, was just he's done. Pissed, he's probably pissed at the situation. <laughs> yeah, I was. Because uh, if I know anything about Mr. My, you know, my best buddy, Gary Carl, not a cold-weather guy. No, he's not. He's, he's like, why don't you maintain this thing and maintain, winter maintenance is better. I didn't say that. No, I'm just joking. Um, said, <laughs> uh, right it was cold, though. <laughs> It was. So, um, 
Tyler Jones, great, great guest. Uh, you know, we kind of a last minute deal, you know, able to get in touch with him through Jim this afternoon and um, get him to come in because we kind of, you know, we kind of just planned this show last night with you just getting back. We weren't oh, sure, yeah. you know, exactly what the schedule was going to be like this week. And yeah, schedule's loco, especially like getting Mason ready for school and like all this other stuff, which she's going to school. Start school Monday, right? Monday, start school full time. This week we were having, trying to have, figure out like who's going to, because his, uh, his normal sitter is no more uh this week so we were like trying to iron it all out and that was like yo the best times is like tonight tomorrow night and yeah then, and then i'm working all the time so back at work i mean I, i'm on vacation i was trying as i told chrissy i gotta I'm gonna, i gotta figure out how to retire right now and i couldn't come up with anything so i gotta go back to work yeah we didn't we didn't get that million dollar sponsor uh, <laughs> i got a winning know. winning lottery ticket at home so oh, i'm ready great. to quit and then host a host a long show with, oh, week, with weekend engagements all kinds of sporting events where yeah, you can drag your wife's and kids to yeah that's all great right. yeah mean. you pay us yeah, you pay us the full-time salary yeah. i'll do an eight-hour show shoot i don't <laughs> think you could find it if you did an eight-hour show rambling you, we just ran, ran all kinds of weird stuff hey, we'd be doing. I, I will say this last week uh each day we're, we were on what three to four hours every day jim yes and you know just kind of that that was tough enough and we had interviews scheduled every 30 <laughs> yeah. minutes yeah, uh, you know, and and when the interviews would go through, you know, some some days they got more of Gary rambling than they probably wanted the audience. But just ran, what he ran. I, I watched some of it when I was down there. It's like say everybody was napping. I'd like yeah. flip it on, but like uh, yeah, Gary on his Gary Gary on his COVID rants. Is that what's going on? Yeah, it was just you know I was trying to find something <laughs> to talk about, anything to talk about. Well, you know, I, if if we were missing an interview there or whatever. Did you notice in the breaks you had a harder time finding something to talk about because you were talked out from talking? to a coach for like 30 minutes mm-hmm yes we just come up with some random stuff like all right me and gary are gonna see how fast we can eat this full rack of ribs yeah. <laughs> just like rando yeah rando um, things so the royals were supposed to play tonight what uh, happened they, they, Wait, why are they not are they are not playing because i guess they were supposed to play the reds and the reds some reds players had covid but so, it's gone now but they're just giving them kind of an extra day to make sure that everything is gone, and so they're going to play a doubleheader uh, tomorrow against nice. the Reds. So. Uh, I expect a, actually they're playing better lately. They are. They went on like this losing streak that was crazy, and they they looked like the worst team in baseball. And then all of a sudden they kicked it up, and they went on like a five five game winning streak. No four, 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 and then they lost, and they won. This and that. Yeah. Okay. They got nine wins now. So for yeah nine and what are they nine and what four? What are they? Mm. What's the record, man? I need to know nine it's, and something. Me nine and something. me and Gary got a uh, a wager. Yeah, not with, not, each, not other. with each other. With, so with us two friend. both have a wager with our buddy Joey, and I've also bet this on Bovada uh, for the over, which is over was twenty four and a half wins. So we need them to win twenty five games. Uh, so maybe sixteen more wins, baby. Let's go. Okay, I got a question for you guys. I got okay. an answer. All right, give me a grade on who's handled COVID the best and keeping keeping you know in uh, you know soccer uh, basketball oh. hockey baseball who's who, who gets the best grade and who gets the worst grade and who's in between what you got gary i, I gotta go nba yeah i'm the so best they I'll, did the bubble i know I soccer did too but um i feel like nba was the best probably soccer was next i think baseball's last but, um, well, the NHL's in there too, though. Uh, in it, well, I've, I haven't. Man, I, haven't it, I have up, no idea. I haven't kept up on NHL as yeah. far as COVID cases. Hey, my go. Celtics won last night, though. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. They look good, too. They look good doing it. I saw your post on that. Beanie so. Babies flying in Bean Town. They look good, man. They they got a nice young core. And so, I mean, they look a lot better. The Bucks played this morning, which are the number one seed in the East. They, they lost by 10. But the, the Celtics got a nice young core of players that they're pretty good. But I would, I'd I'd have to also say the NBA. I actually don't know on NHL numbers as far yeah, as, either. like, well, they're I, playing on ice, so they're they're frozen up. I mean, they're, they're in a bubble, so I don't think they've had really any cases either. I think NBA is zero, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Base, baseball is the one that's really been. But they're not in a bubble, so no. it's harder. You know what? I would baseball say, guys are different. One thing I will say, the as far as like how they've set it up, the MLB has actually done a for as open ended as what they're doing as far as traveling and all that stuff goes. I think they've done a, a pretty good job, like while they've been playing. I think bef- like getting to the point where they were going to play again was definitely last place as far as like the negotiations because we, I mean, they really was a point where they thought there's no MLB going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's over. Whereas the NBA and the NHL uh, and MLS were all like, yeah, they're playing for sure. They're going. Like there was no doubt those guys were going to play. They were just ironing out the details. And so the, the real thing is uh, I actually think MLB really has – while they've been playing, has done a nice job. Yeah, and even like today with the with the Reds, like okay, these guys had COVID. Let's chill for a little bit. We'll play a doubleheader tomorrow. It's great. So as far as that goes, they've done okay. But like, yeah. But the NBA, man, it's been it's been entertaining games. The virtual fan thing has been pretty cool. That like, has been cool. Yeah, I was like watching that stuff. I'm like, dude, and they have guys like pop in that are like celebrities. Shaq pops in. Like Paul, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Paul Pierce popped in on one game. Like these different celebrities pop in. One guy had a goat or something. Like, oh yeah, had a goat on his thing. Uh, they had uh, Kyle Lowry, uh, his kids, intro- like through the virtual fan thing, introduced him mm-hmm. into the game last night, which was really cool. And so the NBA's done a really nice job with this deal. And uh, one thing too, it's hard for it's hard to keep these dudes not stir crazy. So they've done a really good job at creating this like village that has like a barber shop and like little things they can do mm-hmm. to kind of stay like kind of normal instead of like okay play a game okay go to your hotel room and do nothing yeah you know so, so they've done a good job on that yeah the royals are nine and 14 it's all right the, the reds are nine and 11 so they played less games because of covid but hey, reds aren't know, good man here no. we go two so win- we, we can win tomorrow yeah we're gonna play two games tomorrow against the reds uh first one is at 405 and then the second one is scheduled for 705 so and remember double headers are seven innings, so they only play seven in doubleheader days right. this year. Um, so we'll see how that works out. But yeah, the Royals, uh, you know, they're they're playing better right now, and so I, I think they're looking up, and we're going to get those twenty five wins. We are definitely going to get the twenty five wins. Do I think we're going to get a lot more than that? I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we'll get to thirty. Yeah, but we'll definitely get to twenty five. Uh, I don't know about that. They have to get like mega hot to, yeah. to hit that stuff. But like, yeah, man, Salvi Perez has been on a tear. Uh, the whole season, this guy is bombs. He's hitting really well and just been lights out. Of course, Merrifield's been good. Uh, Gordon's come up in some nice spots. Some of the other young guys have not been doing great. Uh, I'll tell you what, the pitcher that's been doing nice. We watched it tonight. That was I was texting you about. Was it Keller? Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, or was it uh, Singer? Oh, that's is it Singer or no? That's Singer, right? Yeah, Brady Singer, young kid, looks like he's twelve. Lights out. Yes, he's. He has pitched great. Um, and Matt Harvey. Actually, they're calling Matt Harvey up, too. And if anybody – I don't know if you remember Matt Harvey. Yeah, he, okay. he was here uh, so New a year, while ago. So they're calling him up. 
Yeah. So New York, who the what Royals fans should remember him for is New York Mets. Uh, Did he throw a fit or something? Yes, because they. So we're losing. That's a tight game. The Mets go ahead and pull him, and then when their bullpen comes in, boom, we took advantage of him. And Harvey's like throwing stuff like, "What the heck?" Like I was, I was on fire, and you pulled me out. So Matt Harvey was the. I mean, he was the ace. Let me like the two. Syndergaard is probably the ace. Either way, Matt Harvey was like the man. I actually think since that time he he, he has like the. I know that Super Bowl hangover type thing, mm-hmm. but sort of. And so, like, they've really tried to – there's the Reds. He, he played for the Reds a little bit last year, and he really is trying to – he's trying to mount a little bit of a comeback. And the thing about Matt Harvey is and that stuff is is where we got him on the cheap and uh, with a catcher like Perez, maybe got a shot to bring in some greatness out again. Yeah. I don't need greatness. I just need you to get me 25 wins. Yeah. Come on, Matt Harvey. So, maybe, you know, maybe it's crazy to think about – Six, seven years ago, if you would have said, yeah, the Royals are bringing in Matt Harvey, you would have been like, oh, my God. you know, we're, oh. And then now you're like, okay, maybe he's good. Yeah. So it's so crazy how baseball kind of can swing around like that. Let's keep the show even more positive. Yes. And move to some Chiefs news. Oh, yeah. And everybody knows by now that the Chiefs uh, signed Travis Kelsey to an extension. Uh, f- five-year? Five-year extension? Yeah. Uh, some 55, I don't know, 55 something million on whatever. As far as tight ends go, he's third. Like, as far as tight end average goes, he'll be number three. Um, really, basically, and I really didn't know this that the Chiefs were waiting on the Kittle deal to get done, and then the Chiefs were going to base the Kelsey deal on the Kittle deal because Kittle get re- Kittle's, Kittle's really getting paid because he is like backbone for that 49ers offense a lot. Where Kelsey is is a, is a backbone, but also he compliments a lot of the other guys like Tyreek and, and uh, Sammy Watkins and all, all those other guys we have. Uh, and to think about this, I've seen it laid out on Twitter. How many players, as far as key core players on this Chiefs team, are locked in for like locked in for a while? We don't have to worry about any of our major major guys uh, hitting free agency. I think until twenty twenty four or twenty twenty three. 22, maybe? Uh, 22? I know Hill and, and Hardman hit the same year, and I actually think that year they may – I don't know. I say yeah, it's one of those things where you go, yeah, we'll have to make a choice and like pay one or the other. But I thought that this year, and, and then they, they somehow figured it out. Brett Veach is just a magician, and yeah. you know, you, you're right. We can look – I want to say that they pretty much have the core of this offense – uh, for the next three full seasons, yep. I believe is the stat I saw yeah. uh, that you were alluding to. Yeah. Um, so three full seasons with this kind of core offense, you know, and, and I mean, Chris Jones on defense, obviously that, that's a big deal. You know, it, everybody kept saying there's no way the Chiefs are keeping all these guys, and then they did it. So, I mean, Brett Beach. And I think with a little off. room left over too, right? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, which yeah. is really crazy too. Because, I mean, they, they had what? Wasn't it like $137 of cap space or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. Not 173 even, like Yeah, I yeah. Mean, not even 200 bucks. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like Watkins restructures. And then the way they structured Mahomes' deal gave him more room later on or whatever. And then they got to do the Jones. Yeah. Then they go with the Kelsey. And then, he, yeah, Veach doesn't have to worry about – Veach doesn't have to worry about any big names for a while. His biggest focus will be like, I need to get – I need to hit my draft picks because I owe a lot of guys a lot of money. So I need to really, really hit on my draft, which actually he, ha- he has hit on his draft. Um, so I need to hit my draft really good. And then he's also getting – I think the way the contracts are structured, 
He's actually getting himself some leeway uh, to cut later on if he needs to. If, say, one of those guys, God forbid, one of those guys' production kind of falls off. So what he'll do is he'll, that's how he structured it so that he can make the choice like that. Like, okay, yeah. as soon as one, somebody's production falls off, I'll, and probably Mahomes is not in that category at all. No. But like, no. a lot, like a lot of the position, like the skill play, skill positions. Right. Uh, yeah. So what he'll do is he'll be like, okay, to keep room for da 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 da. Well, no, I think actually I would think right now actually Kelsey's untouchable. I think he's that third con that this is the third contract. Right. This is the chief. You're the chief for life. Uh, this is his last one with the Chiefs, probably. He'll be 36. It'll probably be his last contract. So he'll be 36 years old when it's done. Here's yeah. Here's one. It's th- awesome. Here's one thing though. You you got to remember. Patrick Mahomes still living on his old contract, so they're not paying him on that new one yet. Right. So that that I mean, you know, if, if they they wouldn't be able to do what they're doing right now if they were paying him what they're paying him in a what two years? Yeah, I think for the yeah. next two years it's pretty low, and then that year three is when that big one starts kicking in. Um, and by year three, maybe you know, like okay, uh, Frank Clark is uh, not great no more, <laughs> and they probably and he probably. Knowing Veach and those guys, because he has two guys, I can't remember their names, that have been like mm-hmm. kind of pinned as like the sour cap, these sour cap expert guys that he brought in just to do sour cap stuff. They've probably, they probably structured Matthew and Clark's contract knowing they were going to do this, and then the cap hit won't be as hard if they cut him later on. I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, just from watching him, how these guys are, are – how he's operating, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a team do – I don't think I've ever seen a team do this to where they literally keep – it feels like every year, like a Super yeah. Bowl year, maybe a year afterwards, they lose. Like you lose players, and I feel like we haven't at all. We lose players or coaches. We, I mean, correct. really, the Chiefs' staff is intact as well. But yeah, you, we lost no one. And here's the thing: they um, um, uh, between uh, Patrick Mahomes and um, um, Alex Smith, that was done so well, so well. I mean, they got they they brought Patrick in at the right time. Mm-hmm. He's still on that low end contract comes in performs a couple of years really good and then you still have a couple more years before you really got to start paying him mm-hmm. so i mean that was so magical wasn't it yeah for sure and think about this uh alex smith uh the and year bo- hey he's back too yep. yeah let's we'll talk about that in yeah. a second yeah. i love that guy but let's everybody say this everybody does everybody well dude i put something on facebook about it and i had actually had uh, yeah not I everybody had, i think i had one guy like, say something bad i go I don't understand that. Those people don't know sports. My wife is definitely not a fan either. I agree. She does know sports. I agree. I think (laughs) – I've talked to Amy about it. I think Amy's a big fan of him as a person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But not as, like, a player. Not as a quarterback. That's still crazy. That's still crazy. Without him, though, we're not where we're at today. Agreed. Now, the deal is on that last year before they start Mahomes, it's it's a – we're fifth best offense in the league. We go 11-5. and We lose in the first round to Pittsburgh on field goals. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. We lose. The, is it Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh on field goals. I think is what we lost that. And so, and so the the thing about that is uh, the thing about that is like Alex Smith is coming off a career year, like a career year on yardage and a career year on touchdowns, I believe. And so, and, and to be able to like your original pick is twenty three or twenty four, and to be able to move up to ten to take Mahomes and then be able to sit him. No, I'm sorry. You know what? The the year they moved up to take Mahomes, Alex Smith was coming off a decent year. Mm-hmm. And then the year before, yeah, then he sat for a year while Alex went on and had his career year, and then we were able to trade him off. But, yeah, the transition, I don't think I've ever seen a team where the transition was that smooth because the biggest transition like this that I can remember 
is probably Favre to Rodgers. Right, right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And that was not smooth. No. Favre was not nice about it. Rodgers is not nice about it. And then you, on the flip side, you get Alex Smith and Mahomes, which they get along perfect. And honestly, if they would have rolled with Smith for one more year and Mahomes right. learned another year, they probably wouldn't have been anything, nothing. Mahomes right. probably been like, yeah, great. I'm glad I could learn behind this guy, and it's great and whatever. And you're like, okay, you're not like a selfish yeah. player at all. all right. you're I, I got a question for you on Mahomes here. Yeah. All right. I'm driving down Ward Parkway this morning, pull off on the 75th and uh, Ward Parkway, and um, pull up right next to a white pearl. I mean, not it was yeah, it was a pearly white Rolls Royce SUV. I didn't even know they made Rolls Royce SUV. You yeah, just they're really don't, nice. You don't, you don't see a Rolls Royce dealer in Kansas City, right? Right. Texas plates. Ooh, is that? Uh, it's either Brittany. Pops. It's either yeah. It's either Brittany, Pops, or Patrick's driving it. But it pulls down his street. I won't say what street he lives off of, but it pulls down his street and. and uh, I've seen it pull into his driveway before driving down another street. But, okay, so the only other... But, but who else... I mean, who else would have a white Rolls-Royce SUV brand new Texas with Texas plates. plates? The only other person <laughs> made... A rent-a-car place. Well, made. they don't have those in Kansas City. I guarantee you there's not too many Rolls-Royces running around. You know, here. the only other... That's a, that is a mega expensive vehicle. Oh, my the gosh. Only, and actually, you had to... Oh, you know what? You know whose car that might be? So... He, it was me. It was Gary Carl. <laughs> Anyways, he was going to play. He's like, hey. hey that's a good he was, contract. He, was, he signed with Shawnee Mission East. I'm going to have to he, talk to Hoover. Yeah, he was visiting uh, Mahomes <laughs> saying, hey, man, talk to talk to Coach Reed. Just, you know, get me on the staff here. I'm, you know, I got, I'm bored. I got nothing to do. Come on. Help me out. Yeah. No. You know what else that could have been? That could have been Clark. No. Uh, Paying a bit. Maybe. No. Texas. He, he lives in Clark. Texas. Clark Hunt. No, it wasn't. It's, I've seen it pull into his house before. Oh, Okay. So but maybe but I, I pull up right next to it. I'm, I'm like looking over that tinted window, so they you know, can't see in it. And then they pull in front of me and 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 turn off on. I won't I won't say the street. So, so what you, I won't. I what won't. you can confirm is that you don't know that it wasn't me. That's no, true. No, because I couldn't see in it. See, I've never so, seen Gary drive that car, but I you know I'm not with Gary 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. He might I, have a secret life. You know, does does pops <laughs> move billionaire? Does, does pops move back and forth with with? Patrick and um, Brittany, whenever they're, you know, he's got a house in Texas too, right? Could be. It could also be a trainer or something. I don't know. Yeah, or, or would his dad really drive up here from Texas, or would he just Well, he just fly? bought his dad a brand new car. Well, I know, but I'm so saying would that he drive be. it up here from Texas? And if you had a Rolls Royce, would you really drive it all the way from Texas to Kansas City? Oh, yeah, and because you, know you want to roll in a car that you can't get in Kansas or, City. Or, you know, right? the other thing you actually do is I've seen, I've seen guys do this, rich guys, I've, like, have it read shipped about or hauled. What they do is no. What what they do is if if it's like it's like the sales tax in Texas is lower, right? So then, you if keep, you have a, yeah. a property down there, you basically assign the car to Texas, yeah, right. even though you're driving it up here. Uh, and you okay. may even have gotten. I'm it doing up here. that right now, and I'm not rich. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe it was Mahomes' other car. Get that tax man. Yeah. It might be. I know he got a new Ferrari. Yeah, yeah he Ferrari. got a new Ferrari. But yeah, I mean, why not? Right. Why not? Even and, though and you know Texas, his boy's got to have a good old pickup truck in his, his driveway, right? D- yeah, I don't think. You know what's crazy? I don't think with his dad. I, his dad doesn't seem like a that flashy guy. Oh, yes, he, seemed, he is. He is. is? He? I would yes, seem like he he'd be like just a big time. Hey, a Rolls Royce SUV is not flashy. Yes, That's, it is. That is an English. No, car. that is a that is like the Eng- flashiest. Are, they, are, they, are oh, the yeah. English flashy? No, no, they're it's not. Rolls, Rolls Royce is our flashy. I'll tell you that. No matter what, that SUV. Hey, you had to be. I should have rolled down my window and said. 
Do you have any Grey Poupon? <laughs> no, wait. So I, think, I feel like his dad you would be like, the, know like that commercial? driving a truck like The Rock or something. Like the big know? F-150. Do you even know that commercial? Yeah. yeah Grey Poupon, like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Been a while. No, but I, that's funny. I pictured, his, I pictured his dad. It could be. I pictured his dad doing like The Rock, the rock who's like worth whatever, who bought the XFL. The Rock is like... Uh, Drives an F one fifty, and then he drives no yeah. no, no no fancy sports no, cars, no. nothing. Okay, so let me ask you this: You sign a five hundred million dollar contract. What do you buy yourself? What do you buy your dad? And what do you buy your wife's? So wifey, just I don't know. Wifey, wifey, actually, Christy probably be actually happy with not. I don't know if she'd be want careful. That or not. Be careful. She no, you know what? To. No, I know what she wants. Actually, if if I got the five hundred million dollar contract, her favorite like big big SUV that's super flash like that is like the the Mercedes G wagon. Yeah, which is because she likes Jeeps, and it looks kind of like the, Jeep. this, the, the boxy. Yes, and so she would go for that classic. That's, that's not as expensive as that Rolls Royce one. Yeah, I think the the, the G wagon's like 150 or something like that. This the, that Rolls Royce one, that SUV is like a half a million dollars, and so it's insane, brand new, used at 400. I don't know, but like, what would you buy yourself, and what would you buy your dad? My dad, actually, my dad would my dad would be the F one fifty guy. He'd yeah. be like, "Could I get a new F one I'm like, "Sure." Or you know what? He would, it, would it be loaded? Mustang. Would it be loaded? Or would he be conservative? On no, it? he'd he'd want it. I mean, I would I would just buy it for him fully loaded. Yeah. But what would he want? It's just conservative. Yeah. That's his style. And and how about yourself? And maybe a Ford Mustang, for real. I mean, for real. Like I'd be like anything. He'd be like Mustang. I'm like, all right. Me, uh, I'm going with. I'm probably getting that, actually that same Ferrari that Mahomes has got, like a style like that. Um, and then for my like everyday driver, I'm actually you know it's you know, those be kind of goofy. My everyday <laughs> driver probably is like the the nicest like Tesla I could get, which is not insanely expensive. Like I think it's like 110 or something like that. But that's like, what Will Shields drives. I think they're awesome. I think that's the vehicle of the future. I, I definitely I did, I'd be like the nicest Tesla because yeah. I just think they're cool. Gary, uh, but whatever. Uh, Gary's got the chauffeur, man. Your wife first. Uh, so my wife, um, she would she would also want a larger SUV than we have. You know, I'd, I'd probably let her pick it out. I don't know what, what she would pick, uh, but I'd just say, hey, what do you want, and let's go get it or let's figure it out. You know, it's, if we got to go somewhere else than Kansas City to buy it. Uh, I would – or other than a car, um, with her, she does really like to go to the shows and things in Las Vegas. Right. So maybe like a Las Vegas condo on the Strip. I mean, would you guys want to live on the Strip or stay off Strip? No, I, I would think she would want one on the Strip, um, just so that we're right there all the time. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, I, and and we could rent it out. You know, like use an Airbnb and things like that when we weren't going to be there. Yep. Or if you know some of our friends wanted to use it. So yeah. I, I actually think I, I think that's where she would go is say, let's just let's buy a condo in Vegas that that's on the Strip. And just buy it outright and um, keep it, because then we can rent it when we're not going to use it, and uh, you know let uh, let other people use it. So, what's, what's your dad? My dad definitely, uh, you know, he'd want the the Chevy truck. Yeah. Uh, what what is the the? I know it's not the F one fifty, but what's the equivalent? In it's the like Chevy, a silver, like a Silverado. Silverado. Silverado yeah. So yeah, what do you want um, the big? What do you want to stick to like the fifteen hundred, or do you want get like the big big guy with like the dualies and everything like that? Yeah, I, I think. You know, I, I don't know. My dad would kind of go back and forth on that. Um, Get him a Toyota truck and see what happens. No, nah, <laughs> he'd want the Chevy. Bomb the Honda truck. Oh no! Yeah, he'd want the Chevy oh Silverado. Um, probably, probably the Dooley's. You know, yeah. my dad be probably like the Dooley's. And then for me, I just I'd hire myself a full time driver. Yeah, and uh, you know, in a, I mean, not a super flashy car, but 
you know, I'd get something decent that's easy to get in and out of the back of. You know what? I think you would do good in, like, it is flashy, but it's not the most expensive, like a Maybach. Because the Maybach's, like, got, you could have the driver. It's designed for that. You have the driver in the front, and mm-hmm. then your back's, like. Open. Seat reclines. Yeah, well, yeah. TVs, yeah. everything. You could be like, hey, let's go. Yeah. And just go or whatever. So I'd, I'd probably do I, something like that for yeah, myself. Yeah, you know, the thing is, too, like, I would not I would not buy a private jet. I would, like, rent one if I needed Lease to. Lease it if you need it. Yeah, I would, just, I would rent, like, a, like hey, I'm going to go to Vegas. Let me, I don't want mm-hmm. to buy one because it's, like, crazy, insane expensive. I don't want to buy it. Um, no, it's cheaper to, yeah. And a lot of football charter. players actually have talked about, like, yeah. Yeah, I wasted a lot of money on private, like private flights. Mm-hmm. I should, you should honestly, like, you have the money, like, just fly first class. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Or like, get on a, a, like the, you know, share share a private jet with somebody. Don't like run one on yourself or whatever. So, so what was your car, Gary? I, I didn't really name a car. I just said I'd definitely get a driver, um, you know, and I'd get something comfortable to ride in. You could even do like the old school, like Vince you know. McMahon limo. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, maybe a limo, or I'd probably go. I'd probably go with some type of SUV. I mean, you know, your Escalade that I've been in, it, those ride very nice. Yeah. You know, maybe have one kind of custom done. Yeah, the there's a few. There's, like Tom Brady. Did you ever see that one Tom Brady? You put spinners on it? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't make dumb. it flashy. Like, you seen that one that Tom Brady's like trying to – Tom Brady had one he was like oh, trying no. to sell? Yeah, it's insane. It's like – it's got like, yeah, bulletproof glass and all it's like super tinted windows and the interior is all done out. So Tom basically jumps in. I think they did was they took out – maybe they took out the second row and he's on the third row. And basically in the front, it's just like he reclines out. It's the same type of deal. Yeah, and I do something like that with the interior. Maybe just you know buy one or have it custom made. I'm sure you know with going through Cadillac, you could have that custom oh, yeah. made or, or buy or one be, and then take it to be a, a car shop that, and, yeah. and they could they could do that. I mean, a lot uh, of if my you got that kind of money. Awesome. You probably know what what these places are that could do that for you. You know what I would? Do? I mean, honestly, most of my money would be like if I if I got money Properties, like that, right? Oh yeah. Well, I would I would figure out a way. I would I would figure out a way just to keep my money for the rest of my life <laughs> and my son and his son mm-hmm. or his kids. And then I literally, instead of, like, buying things, I'd be more interested in having fun. Right. And so I'd be like, yeah, let's know, go. That's a fun time. Fa- so, family vacation, family vacations. Wouldn't it be nice? Some guys just, trips, some couples trips. Wouldn't it be nice to just come home and say, hey, hon, come on, pack up the kids. We're going. Yeah, we're going to fly to – I want to go watch the Lakers All play right. tonight. Let's fly yeah, to LA. I'll, I'll give you my three real <laughs> quick here. Yeah, all right. Yours. For my wife, either a, like a BMW or a Mercedes, just small convertible. She's, I mean, nothing flashy. Okay. Just you know, not one. You know, it doesn't have to be real expensive. There's another convertible out there I can't think of that's American made that she would like. Um, for my dad, he was always a Mark Lincoln Mark guy. Oh yeah. I don't even know if they make the marks anymore, but they make something know. similar to it. So that would be it. And for me, I'm not as flashy as you with the Ferrari. I'm a 911 kind of guy. That's Porsche. L- it yeah, sounds flash. as flashy. It's a little it's more conservative. A little more sleek. Little, it's yeah. just nicer. Yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yep, that's nice because it really – And then I do I do a Mercedes kind of like – what Mercedes or a Range Rover kind of like the one you'd get for, for your For like life. a daily? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the Porsche 911 is more of a – because if I buy that Rari, like it's not even – I can't even – I mean, I can drive it and have fun, but not really. Like I can't take it to 140 miles an hour and not get in trouble. You know what I mean? I won't re- – I'm spending a lot of this money – just to be kind of think it's cool that I have it. I don't even know if I'd actually do that. Pro- I, I probably would. I'd also get a Smokey and the Bandit TA. Yeah, you know what? It would be actually more fun to try to collect like <laughs> try to collect those old cars, like the Night Rider car or something like that. And then instead <laughs> of instead of the uh, the um, the the Confederate flag on top, I'd get a I'd get one of those uh, Dodge uh, ch- uh, 
was it charger yeah uh with with daisy duke painted on the top <laughs> nice um, <laughs> that's politically correct i like that if i if i could buy i mean any car like if i was just going to add it to a collection you know it'd be the uh 60 69 mustang gt just like gone in 60 seconds right um i mean if if i was just going to buy a car for a collector's item i mean obviously that's something that's not going to come out of the garage very often mm-hmm. uh you know so i'd have to have a place to store it but yeah just as far as a dream car, like one car to, to buy, yep. you know, just like the one Eleanor and gone in 60 seconds. I'd probably, I'd upgrade my, I'd have a bigger house and literally, I, I don't need more bedrooms, but what I need, well, no, I got four bed now. I probably just need four, maybe five. And then, yeah, I'm all right with that. My biggest upgrade would probably be my basement, like a man cave type thing. I'd probably put a decent amount of money into that. Would you yeah. get a she shack for? Yeah, she'd yeah. ask for that. She's well, already said well, stuff about that now. And, you know, I mean, what would her she shack consist of? Whatever, she, whatever. She, I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah, I'm, not, try, I ain't trying, I'm not even trying to go down that rabbit hole. I don't know, because she'll listen to this and be like, "You told, you said you'd get this stuff." Yeah. I just so yeah, if it's if like you had that kind of money, you could just you could. Uh, I would have bought part know. of the XFL. I would have bought the XFL. Yeah, same, same, same thing. The T bones. Same thing. Yeah, I buy the T bones. Like we would, uh, you know, <laughs> you could you could kind of give your wife like a budget. Say, hey, here's how much money you have to spend on your she shed. Yeah, make it whatever you want. That's a, yeah. I I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out what she likes. Like, so yeah, hey, just I know some stuff she likes. I don't know, you know but we would not I, do it the right way. Man cave, man cave wise, easy piece of cake. I got yeah. I got pool, couple big I TVs. I got a little poker a studio, I got a poker spot, a studio. Yeah, I got a studio. No, you know what? No, you don't want a studio. Not in the man cave. Okay. No, not in the. Basement. I'm buying like a warehouse and putting a studio in there. <laughs> All right, and with a basketball with a bat with. Right. It's like I'm building. I'll this just sell you mine. On a smaller level. I'll just sell you mine with the whole building. You're going to sell me the Hy-Vee Arena? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? Big Texas news today. What? Big Texas news. I don't know if it was today, but recently. we got a guy going to the Hall of Fame. That's doubt. Oh, Cowboys? Drew? Oh, Drew Pearson, yeah. Drew Pearson, finally. Uh, it's about time. Enlighten me on Drew Pearson. I, uh, I don't have no clue who he the is. The original 88 uh, played in the 70s with Roger Staubach. Okay. Um, actually caught the original pass termed the hail mary so before oh. that there was there they didn't really have a name for that um and roger staubach kind of coined it uh there was something like after the game when he was asked you know what were you doing on that last play and he's like i just threw it up and said a hail mary and oh, it came down wow. and boom there you go so if you don't get Drew nothing, pearson if you get nothing from this show i never knew that you yeah. get the origination of hail mary the rest of the time before that it was called Everybody run downfield, throw, throwing it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure they had Everybody a name for out. it, but, you know. It, it, but, yeah, that kind that's of stuff. That's pretty cool. It is. That's so, from, yeah, the, that's Drew from Pearson, the Cowboys teams that you like. It, it is. Um, pre. Who else that have we had on the show that was not a Jerry Jones fan? Uh, oh, no. A lot of somebody? people. I can't remember. There that's, was somebody. That's not there. hard to find. No, I remember we had, what's, uh, what was that guy's? It was recently, too. Yes, it was our guy. Uh, oh, it was uh, Misha, Jason West. Yes. Oh, was it Jason? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he said some stuff. He thinks they won't win a Super Bowl until Jerry. That's right. Uh, is That's not. right. He said sell. I think he said sell the team. I'm like, well, Jerry's not selling the team, but until maybe he sells he's gone. Down, yeah. I don't know. Well, his I'm kid's not... going to own it when he's done, right? Yeah. And yeah. His, I think his son's already run no. more of it than we think. I, I agree. How come How come Patrick Mahomes didn't buy the Dallas Cowboys or buy into the Dallas Cowboys? He ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> he can't. I don't think I mean, that's even allowed. Nah. Yeah, but he ain't got that kind of money. Um, and Jerry's Jerry's not selling a piece of that. I mean, team I, I think nobody. you're looking at no what billion. Nope. No, 
a billion? Have you seen but, the valuation? More than a billion. Have you seen the valuation on Cowboys? Probably well, more than a billion, well, right? Oh, that's way Well, high. didn't the Royals go for more than a billion? No. Uh, no. No, no valuation on Cowboys, I want to say it's like five. Like five and billion. The, and the Cowboys is like the highest. Uh, in the world. Yeah, in the world of any sports franchise. So, I mean. Because if the, if the Mets are asking for three one billion, I think they're asking for three point one. Yeah, so the Cowboys got to be uh, more than that. Gosh, I hope this. Li- I'm pulling up the list now. I really hope it doesn't start at twenty because it's one through twenty. Oh, here it is. Number one, Dallas Cowboys five point five. Five point five. Okay. Number That's two, fair. Yankees at five. Okay, as bad as and this crazy thing is. Think about this: as bad as they suck, the New York Knicks are four point six billion. Think about okay. if they were good. So they're four point six and. They're right. terrible. Here you go. I terrible. was right. I was right. Kansas City Royals to be sold to local businessmen for one billion. One billion. Okay. One billion. Wow. Okay. So yeah, if the Royals were a billion, yeah, I know Cowboys about five. You know, they have yeah, five and a half. I love Google, sense. but like yep. I do too. The Jerry Jones never. The Jones family will never, ever, never, ever sell that team. No. It is a money machine. Oh, absolutely. You especially for suckers like me. You know the yes I'm constantly buying stuff. You know yeah. the yes broadcasting network is worth more than the Yankees. I I bet it is. The reason the Mets price is so high is because they also have their own their own network. Yeah, the, and but, but yeah. that the Yankees broadcasting network is worth more than the Yankees. Yep, mm-hmm. that advertising man, big time. Yeah. It's interesting a lot of times those valuations and things like that. Some of the European soccer teams are on the list, but later down like seven, eight, nine. Man U, man, I think Man City's on there too. Uh, but it's interesting, a lot of that stuff is so. But Jones and them will never sell, ever. Um, speaking of Cowboys, and, and kind of want to, uh, I wanted to bring this topic up because it is interesting to me, is the lack of a preseason, does that hurt uh, a team with a new coach like the Cowboys? Or is it just like, yeah, it's all good? <coughs> I think it does. Um, you know, I, I think your teams that are running the same system with the same pieces definitely have an advantage coming into the regular season. One good thing is, I mean, the Cowboys' offense is essentially the the same personnel. You added C.D. Lamb. So, I mean, he's learning the system. The offensive coordinator stayed the same. So, I feel like maybe some of the play calling may be similar. Obviously, with a new head coach that was an offensive guy, he's going to change some terminology and add some things and say, hey, instead of this, why don't we do this? But I feel like that – Man, the sun's bouncing off that floor. I was going to say, you getting a suntan? Yeah, the sun's bouncing off the floor out there and hit me right in the face. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the Cowboys, I, I think they'll they'll still be okay. And, you know, here in a couple of weeks, we'll give our NFL predictions as well, we always do. Well, and here's the other thing you got to look at with the pro teams and, and the teams with the, with the second-year quarterback that's got experience as much as Drew Locke does. That's going to matter too. I think Drew. I think the Broncos will do all right this year because they did get Drew in last year. He does have some experience and he does have momentum coming into the season. Hey, Drew Locke, come on the show. Um, Hashtag Drew Locke. Coach Hoover, make the connection. Let's make it happen. I'm calling you out. I'm Hoover. pretty divided. I'm on telling Drew Locke. you, you can get his dad, but getting Drew, you got to go through the NFL, not yeah, his dad. I'm pretty divided. On, I anyway. mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty divided on the guy. Uh, hey, Gary, Tiger, just, but then a Bronco. I'm, I know. I just saw some good, a good, a good read here for Missouri at least. Okay. Uh, my friend uh, Chris Rouse did a story and uh, says Missouri DDSS or DHSS director Dr. Uh, Randall Williams has met with DESE and I don't know what these initials are, but they must be important. And Misha about plans to make sports and activities happen this fall for kids. So, and the report is saying that um, that. Uh, 
this person is saying that it, you know there are ways to have it happen and it be safe. So that's good for the Missouri side. Yep, good for them. I agree with that. And one th- one thing I've said too is uh, one thing I kind of I kind of always kind of felt is that you know I should I think you should more or less let the kids and the parents decide. Um, have them sign like a waiver or whatever. Because I know okay, what they. I will tell you. I've talked to ads. The waiver that they would sign would not hold up in court, according is to the right? lawyer for the schools. It's all mission. about. I can say because this is all about. They're just, not going to hold up though. Yeah, this is all lawsuit pretty much, right? Yeah, they're just they're worried about lawsuits. Well, yeah, that's what our company. I mean, it's for, I mean, restaurant business. That's yeah. what our company's worried about is lost. That's why we're. That's why like, you take classes on drunk drivers and, and how much to serve a, a person drinking and. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Your real your liability. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it's going to be, I don't know, we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, positive. Gary, positive. Turn, Let's turn, go. Turn the mic over and sit behind the roof sign, and the sun won't be as bad. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. him over there. Yeah, that's all right. Um, we're, we're, I think we're about well, you're trying anyway. to catch. You're trying to catch up with, with your buddy Austin's tan from Florida. So yeah. you, yeah, He's we're, working on it. No, he's actually, I've been getting a tan the last three days. Being out, outside. Any, more, outside any more high school news, Gary, that you've seen? No, not that I saw. Okay, so nothing. We're trying to stay positive, so yes. nothing, nothing positive. Well, nothing I saw, um, but yeah. Uh, in case you missed it, Shawnee Mission School District did pull the plug. But um, you know, I, I I can say right now that we are practicing tomorrow because they did give us till Friday. So tomorrow uh, I will be on the field with my guys. Uh, you know, maybe maybe the last time I don't know, but uh, I know tomorrow. I'll be out there, and, and I can't wait to see those guys in the morning. We'll start at 9 a.m. just like we have all week. Coaches will be in at 8, and, you know, we'll be ready to go. I promise you that. Well, Gary, and it's good they did because those kids need you guys right now. Um, and they need they, they need strong adult figures in their lives to, to let them know, you know, this isn't the end of the world. It, you may think it is, but, for you know, most of these kids, if they're seniors, it may be their last year. That's the tough part, but they're – they're going to go on and do bigger and better things, and we know that. Yeah, they will, and and they'll adjust, and you know, hopefully, maybe uh, some things will change later in the week. But right now, that's the story. Um, it's really been a great show, though, and and I felt like we got a lot of good things in and good information. Talking about right, the Chiefs, talking about the Royals, you know, is always fun. Um, kind I of think Tyler up. needs to be a weekly guest. Yeah, Ty- Tyler's great, um, and if. You know, it's always great to, to talk to him. Hadn't really got a chance to catch up much with him since the Super Bowl. So, right. it uh, you know, it was fantastic. But uh, I wish you could have been there, Austin. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. I was I was so – I was really – actually, I wanted to be there. But when I heard about the jumper cable thing, I'm like, ooh, I don't – maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But well, let's – positive notes. Okay. Royals are going to get 25 wins. They are. Kelsey got signed to an extension. Yep. Chiefs are going to win Super Bowl again. They're going to win 12, 13 games, win Super Bowl again. And that's it. That's all positive. So all positive. Let's, let's end the show on that. Yes, let's end on that. I'm Gary. This is Austin. Jim's up behind the board. We are Midwest Mike's live every week on Uclick TV right here inside the High V Arena. And I got the sun hit me in the face, so I'll see you guys next week.
Here's two choirs singing the exact same piece. And Did you spot the crucial difference? A small difference could be crucial, even when it comes to loans. If you're thinking about a personal loan, the CCPC Independent Money Tool can help you compare loan rates in seconds. Find the best rate for you at ccpc.ie. From the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission. Enjoy your independent time this Saturday. In review, as thousands of pubs remain closed, will we be able to find ways to socialise without drinking? In weekend travel, beat the back-to-normal blues with Ireland's top 50 self-catering stays for autumn. In weekend kitchen, Donald Skian serves up fast and fabulous family dinners. And in sport, get the inside track and the Pro 14 semi-final between Munster and Leinster. Irish Independent on Saturday. Real stories worth paying for. Imprint or subscribe at independent.ie. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.